How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about. Basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. This is the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How do you do that? I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, Daily Ticker time here on a Wednesday. Let's talk some Blazers, man. They start a long road trip tonight in Dallas. Joining us now is our good friend, the radio voice of the Portland Trail Blazers at Travis Demers. You can give him a follow on Twitter at Travis Demers. Travis, good morning to you. I'm going to start with a random one since you're in Dallas starting a long roadie. Do you have a favorite stop on the NBA circuit when you're on the road? Man, uh, first of all, guys, Happy New Year, and I've missed your voices, so thank you for having me. <laughs> we miss um, your musk, man. It's good to smell you. I do you miss your musk. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, I, I always love going to New York. My family, yeah. my, my parents are there, so that, that's always a good stop. But um, you know, like for me, like I think about, okay, which hotels are the best? What's good around the hotel? Uh, things like that. Um, Dallas is a good stop. Um, San Francisco is always good. There's a ton of stuff around the hotel there. Um, Miami, the weather, uh, there, there are some places that I love and some places where it's like, okay, let's just get, get in and get the hell out. Well, one of those places and, and maybe you just cough if it's a yes and you say no, if it's a no, uh, it's gotta be OKC, right? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. There's not a lot going on in Oklahoma city. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, yeah. You're not out there on the Last ranch city year, slicker style. We had one of those last year where we had two games with a day off in between and it's like all right oklahoma city is a day off here that's that's swell there's a mickey mantle statue there if you're very yeah, fond there's of actually it. a there's a mickey mantle and i think there's what a, a, a johnny bench yes drive that they intersect with each other and that's that's a great tourist trap right there it is a very interesting city uh i, I gotta ask uh, you before we dive into the teams what team to you seeing them in person, not the Blazers at the top of the West so far has impressed you the most, like seeing them in person. You go, I just, I, I really like this team. You've seen them play in person. Which team in the West is it? It's Oklahoma city. I mean, we know what Denver is. We haven't seen them in person yet, but uh, I mean, D- Denver is Denver. They'll, they'll figure it out. Oklahoma city to me, because it just, it just popped, right? Like the last couple of years, they were kind of leading up to this last year. They were pretty good. They were beating some teams that maybe you think they shouldn't have. They are such a complete deep team. Um, the, the team that they're beating on the road, like beating Boston last night on the road, and, um, 
you know, say Gildas Alexander can score. Um, he's put up 30 points a game without hitting threes. He can get to the rim anytime he wants, and the creativity he has getting to the rim. You add Chet Holmgren into that mix. Um, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Josh Giddy, but let's say he keeps playing. You know, he's pretty good, too. They, they, have, they have so many different players who can do all kinds of different things. Um, Jalen Williams is, is phenomenal if he can stop traveling. Um, they, they have, they're just so deep with so much youth. That's a scary team to think about in the big picture. Well, let, let's get to the Blazers. We're talking with Travis Demers, radio voice of the Blazers. You can give him a follow on Twitter at Travis Demers. They start a long roadie tonight in uh, Dallas. And look, I, I don't really know where fans are at on this team. Uh, you know, I, I kind of, we all assumed that this was going to be a rebuilding year. You drafted third and traded Dame. Like, it's going to take you a while. You got to build up. I want to start with something positive, though, and that is yeah. the hand wringing over Scoot that existed early in the year, 19 year old point guard. We, we even did it on our show of like, oh, God, the shooting percentage isn't good. How long until we're concerned? And now you look up, man. It's like a five, six-game stretch where he's playing at an elite level. What have you seen from him, and what has changed, I guess, for him in the last week? Yeah, I think a ton has changed for him because you looked at him early at the year, and like he was having trouble seeing things. The game was just way too fast for him. Um, the passing lanes were closing for him. Getting to the rim, he was getting blocked like every other time he would try and get to the rim. He had one speed and one speed only. And, and that's where I've seen things change with him the most is, you know, the, the ability to change speeds on the floor and see things better. And now instead of every time he gets the ball, he just takes off and drives, you'll see him make different decisions. He, he won't always go to the rim or he'll, uh, he'll stop and he'll come back and have the backup dribble and, and reset and things like that and read defenses better. And, you know, for him – you know, 23 games into his career, I think he's come a long way. I think that, that three-week stretch where he was out after he hurt his ankle in Detroit, uh, that did wonders for him, to, to be forced to sit back and watch and see what Malcolm Brogdon was doing. And you know, the, the coaches had specific things that they were having him look out for. Um, and then coming off the bench uh, to start when he came back, you know, the, the, the pressure wasn't on there the way it was game one. Game one, it's like, wait, Dame's gone. You're the guy. Figure it out now. You're 19 years old. Who cares? Go do it. That was a lot of pressure to put on him. So to have him have to sit out after a bad start and then come off the bench where, you know, Anthony Simons was back and you had Brogdon out there and, and Shaden and Sharp, it gave him an opportunity to just kind of sit back and say, yeah, this is the NBA. You can't just go out there and do it. How much do you miss doing the thing where you have to give a take on a player when you probably shouldn't be giving a take on a player because the job asks you to give a take on the player? Oh, my God, man. That, that, that killed me. It's like, yeah, well, what, what exactly am I supposed to say? Because, like, I, I try not to say stuff that's BS, right? Like, yeah. if, if I'm, if I'm going to say something, I'm going to say something that I mean. And it's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to try and spin something you know, positive about this guy or when there really is nothing positive to say, or, you know, there are times where it's like, you know, when I was working, you know, down the street and, you know, I, I was working with, you know, let's say, I didn't say out on your stage. So I was working with Chad and we, Chad has a very specific direction with some things that he likes to talk about. And he speaks from the heart. And I, there's some things that I would be saying that are completely on the opposite end of that. And it's like, okay, um, <laughs> Where do we go from here without having this being a total disaster? <laughs> what if what I, I want to ask you? I'm curious because you get the you get the dream job, and you're yeah. calling you're calling games for the. What have you learned about calling and being around a team versus being on our end, where you watch the games, you read the articles, you see the box scores, you do all that, 
it's a different life. It's a different observation. What have you learned calling the games? Yeah, what's what's interesting to me is that you know I, I never played basketball at a high level. You know, I was a freshman basketball superstar back in the day, and uh, you know, I mean, I'm not exactly built like a basketball player. So uh, <laughs> there are some things where you you watch a lot of basketball and you're you're around people and you think you know what you're talking about, and then you get around a team every day and you're like, wow, I didn't know anything. And seeing the way that that teams handle certain things or um, you know, the way they approach things, uh, the, the detail that goes into things. Um, you, you, like, I've learned so much about basketball being around the team and so much being around Michael Holton. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been a really good mentor for me, and we have a great relationship. And I just pick his brain about all, all kinds of things. Um, and then like the, the whole thing about um, like schedule losses, it's true. Like, I remember my, my first year, we had this long road trip where we you know, started on the West Coast, then went east, then went back west. And we had a, a game against the Knicks where it was a tough game. Uh, nope. Did we lose him? We get into the hotel at like 3 a.m. and lose that night by 43. It was the night before Thanksgiving. And like you could totally see that coming just being around the team. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, I mean, that, that was when, when the team had, you know, the, it was the, the year they went to the Western Conference Finals. So, you know, that was a pretty good team. And you could just see those things coming. And sometimes, like, okay, well, why? Why is this guy not making a free throw here? Why is you know why is the team playing poorly in this in this spot? Well, that guy's averaging forty two minutes over the last week, and he's gassed. And there are seven players available. What do you think's going to happen? And it's stuff that you don't quite think about until you're there in the middle of it. Yeah, it's so easy when you're sitting on your couch gambling on a game, not traveling across coast to coast <laughs> yeah. across. Why are you playing harder tonight? Come on, man! I, exactly. I got eight hours of sleep last night. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile five G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, last one I got for you, Demers. I don't know if Sprague has anything else. I, You know... Social media can be a cesspool. It's never an accurate depiction on how an, an entire fan base feels. But I feel like every time I wade into these waters after a game, it's a conversation about this is why we should fire Chauncey Billups or this is why Chauncey Billups is a great coach when they win. Yeah. It's like there's no in-between. There's no nuance. It's a hot, it's either, cold thing. Yeah. He's either the worst coach in the history of the NBA or, see, this is why we have him. I, you've been you've been closer to the team than obviously we have. I'm just – what have you made of him? And this is a year where it's a building year. We all understood that. What have you made of him trying to help some of these young guys grow? I think it's taken him a little while to figure things out as a head coach, but I think in a lot of ways he has. Like, let's be honest. You know, the last couple of years, there haven't been a lot of situations for him to figure out, you know, how to play late-game spots. And this is not exactly the team that he signed up to coach when, when he got here. But, 
to see the development of these guys, Scoot Henderson's a perfect example of that. Um, Tamani Kamara, Jabari Walker was the second to last pick in the draft, and he's been a really important player for this team. Um, so what, what I've seen is, on the development side is it, it, it's night and day. Um, the, the job that this staff has done with, with him and you know, Poo, uh, Poo Jetter is, you know, the guy who's around Scoot the most and the, what he has done with Scoot working one-on-one with him, that can't be discounted. Someday Scoot's really going to pop. And when it does, Poo is going to deserve a lot of credit for that. But Chauncey being the leader of that for a team that, I mean, think about the, the injuries they've had. I saw this the other night after the Blazers got smoked by Phoenix, and it was like, ah, Chauncey this, Chauncey that. <laughs> uh, no Anthony Simons, no mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton, obviously no Robert Williams the third, no Tumani Kamara. No, no really Shaden Sharp, to be honest with you. He was his first game yeah. back. Yeah. 18 minutes, and he couldn't shoot. Mm-hmm. And that's going to happen when, when you're missing a week and you're dealing with an injury. It's like, what, what did you expect? So sometimes it's like, you know, I, I, I get it. I, fans are frustrated that after the, the way the last two years ended with the tanking and, and how just painful it was, showing up to games knowing you're going to lose, being down by 50 in the third quarter in some games, it's, it's frustrating, and you want to see this team win. But, you know, like, I'm, I'm not saying they're a mirror image of Oklahoma City, but look at what they did. They were just absolute trash for two years, and then they got a little better last year, and now they're one of the best teams in the league already. It, it, it's going to take time. It's not going to be overnight. And this team right now, the way they look, this is not how they're going to look in, in a year or two for now. Uh, are you still at a position, because you got young kids, are you still in a spot where there's an expectation, Dad's gone for a little bit, he's on a long roadie, okay, Dad, you better be bringing back some gifts from all the cities you're visiting. Is that still a thing for you? Are you still trying to do things like that? Yeah, this is actually the first year that I'm I'm doing that because I didn't want to get them in, in the habit of it. My my oldest is five and a half, my youngest is three and a half. Veteran so, move right this, there. Yeah. So this year, um, I'm bringing back you know a pin from every arena for my oldest, and he puts it on his backpack. That's cool. And I'm I'm bringing back a keychain for my youngest because he would probably poke his eye out or somebody else's <laughs> eye out if I brought back a pin for him. And then he's put, putting those on his backpack, even though he doesn't take his backpack to preschool because he has a little bucket. But now his backpack weighs like 80 pounds, and it weighs more than he does with all these keychains hanging off of it. <laughs> I love it. That's a great story. Travis Demers, he is the voice of the Blazers, our old friend. It's great to catch up with him. He's on the road in Dallas as they start a long roadie tonight against the Mavs. Go give him a follow on Twitter, at Travis Demers. Always great catching up with you, man. Continued success, and let's do it again soon. Appreciate you guys. Anytime. Thanks for having me. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. 
The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.